The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Amen. We begin today's daf on Nun Vav Amud Bet, and we begin one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the bottom, starting with the words Itmar. Itmar Shomer Aveda. Rabba Amal Kishomer Hanam Dame. Rabbi Yosef Amal Kishomer Sachar Dame. Okay. In order to get a uh, clarity in this Gemara, we need to have some introductions. The different type of Shumrim. Shumir is if I give somebody something to watch. There's one type of guy that's called Shumir Hanam. Shumir Hanam is doing me a favor. He's not, uh, you know, I'm not paying him anything. He's just watching it for free. Shumir Hanam is exempt if the item gets stolen or lost. He's patur and genevav avedat. There's another type of Shumir called Shumir Sakhar. Shumir Sakhar means that I'm paying him to watch it, so he has more responsibility. Shumir Sakhar would be Hayav if it got stolen or lost, he is still have to pay for the item. Now, how do we look at a Shomer Aveda? What's the case? I'm walking down the street, I found an object. Lost object. Torah law is got to take it. Bring it home. The Asafto, it took me, you got to take it to your house and watch it until until your friend's able to find it. Okay? Good. So now I have this Aveda in my house. How am I considered? Am I considered Shomer Hanam? Or am I considered Shomer Sakhar? Well, it's clear nobody's paying me for this. So the question is, I understand how, I, how, how I'm a Shomer Hanam. I'm doing it for free. It's a volunteer. But how would you say Shomer Sakhar? So the Gemara says, it's my The Rabbah says, Shomer Hanam. And the Yosef says, Shomer Sakhar. Gemara explains. Rabbah, Marka Shomer Hanam, my Hana'ah kamatela. Exactly. Which Hana'ah? No, he's not getting any Hana'ah. He's a volunteer. He's taken the uh, lost object. Nobody's paying him. What, what, what Hana'ah is coming to him? Rabbi Yosef, I want to consume Sakhar. Rabbi Yosef, so he's a consume Sakhar. Ve'ahi Hana'ah. De'lo ba'ya le'metav le'rifta'a le'anya. Ha'vei consume Sakhar. With the benefit that he doesn't have to give bread to a poor person, he's like a consume Sakhar. What does this mean? When I'm watching an Avedah, I'm involved in a mitzvah, correct? It's considered osig b'mitzvah. I got it. Sometimes I have to shake it out. I have to make sure that it doesn't get uh, ruined and things like that. So I'm involved in watching the Avedah. Let's say while I'm watching the Avedah, some Ani comes to my door, knocks on the door, and uh, says he needs uh, he needs bread. I say, what? I, I can't get the door now. I'm involved in the Mizvah. So I benefited that I save a piece of bread from giving it to an Ani when I'm watching the Avedah. So therefore there's a reward there. So you are getting paid. You are benefiting. So that's what Rabbi Yosef says. It's considered a Shomer Sakhar. By watching the Avedah, you are... Saving a piece of bread that you would not now have to give to an ani because you're a sigma mitzvah. Or I can say, "Ikad mefarshe." Haki, Rabbi Yosef Amar kishumei sachar dami. Kivan de Rachmanas she abede baal korche hilka kishumei sachar dami. Since the Torah says you have to watch it, the Torah said you got to pick this up. 
You have no option just to walk away and say, no, I'm not watching. So you're not a volunteer. You're really hayab. Once the Torah puts the pressure on you that you have to watch the item, it's like you're getting paid to do it. Now you have full responsibility towards the item. So therefore, is it leg- really a Shomesaka where you're getting something? That's the first answer to Rabbi Yosef. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting uh, bread. Or the second interpretation is that I'm not getting anything technically. But what? Since Borei Olam says you got to pick up this item, so therefore you're like a Shomer Sakhar. Okay. So now the Gemara says, so again, clarify yourselves. Shomer Aveda, Mahlok and Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbah says Shomer Hanam, Rabbi Yosef says Shomer Sakhar. Big Nafkamina. What's enough coming out if the lost object got stolen? According to Rabbi According to Rabbi Yosef, you have to pay. Big difference in Geneva and Aveda. How are you going to consider a Shomer Aveda? Good? Comes in and says, now we start with questions. We have a question against Rabbi. Again, Rabbi is the one that said Shomer Hanam. So let's the right time. The guy who found the Avedah returned the Avedah to a place that the owner would see it. And he put it in a certain place, let's say, and he knows that place over there, it's clear the owner is going to see it. Finish, you're off the hook. You, don't have to, you are not obligated to deal with it anymore. However, it says, Nigneva or Avda, oh. If it got stolen or lost, Hayab you are responsible. So the Gemara says, "My nigneba uaveda." What does it mean? He got stolen or lost? Lav nigneba bebeto, vavda bebeto. Must be from his house, and therefore it's a question against Rabbah, because you just said Rabbah is a shomer hanam. Shomer hanam is patu begeneva uaveda. But the Brayta says, "Hayab begeneva uaveda." So the Gemara says, "No, no, nimakom sheaziruha." So it means you returned it to a place where the owner would be able to see it, and it got stolen from there. So if it got stolen from there, the Pasuk is coming, the Torah, the Bright is coming to say what? You're going to be Hayav. But if it got stolen from the house, really, you're Patur. But once you put it in a place where the owner can see it, it got stolen from there, you're going to be Hayav. But the what do you mean? But the Brayta says once you put it in a place where he's able to see it, you're off the hook. Eno hayav letapelba. How can you tell me eno hayav letapelba and then tell me in the same line that if it got stolen, you hayav? Once you return it to a place where you can see it, it says eno hayav anymore. So it was a amali hacha ma'askinan kegon shazira besahoraim. There's two cases. One case is going to be talking about he returned it in the morning, and one case is going to be talking about he returned it in the afternoon. Vetarti ketani. Learn the Brayta like this. Two cases. Naki ketani. He aziru ashacharit. If he returned it in shacharit in the morning, the makom shir enna in a place where normally the owner would be able to see it. The shiach da'il v'nafik, and it's common that the owner goes in and out from that place where he's really able to see it. The hazile. And he would see it. Enu hayav the tapilba. That's right. You have to because bottom line, you put it in a place where it's evident. The owner goes back and forth in that place. Therefore, he should have seen it, he should have taken it. You're off the hook. He has it up at Sahorayim, but in the afternoon, where you put it, where it's not so common that he goes in the afternoon to that place. So then, if it's possible he wasn't going to see it, then, okay, if it got stolen, you're going to be Hayab. But if it got stolen in the house itself, Patur, Rabbi says, no problem, you're Shemir Hayab. Wait till you returned it. So now, if I put it back in the, in the day, in the morning, well, let's say I know the guy always frequents this area over there. I put it, I could assume he's going to see it. It's responsible. No problem. It got stolen? No problem. I'm off the hook. 
Mashiachin, if I put it in the afternoon, uh, well, let's say it doesn't frequent the place so often anymore, and I put it down, so I should have been really more careful. Don't put it there in a place where you might not see it. If I forgot to it would be Hayab. But from the house? Patur, Kotra, Basra, I have no problem with this. Braita. So comes the Gemara and says, Etibe. I'll ask you another question, Abba. Le'olam, who Hayab? He is always Hayab. Which is, you're going to always be Hayav until you return it. So Gemara says, means you're going to be Hayav from your house. Meaning, if you got stolen from your house, you're going to be Hayav. It must be like Rabbi Yosef is right. Oh, Rabbi says, hold it. We're talking about two different cases. I agree to you, if the lost object was an animal, then already you're Hayav if it gets stolen. Why? Since already you see the animal has a nature to go out. What's the proof of the pudding? You found it lost. That means it's a nature to, to roam. Oh, Then you already have to watch an extra. Which means the two types of Avedana. I was making a haluk. If you found an animal, I agree. Not that you were Shomer Sakhar. You were Shomer Hinnam. But Shomer Hinnam is Hayav on Poshaya. If a Shomer Hinnam is negligent, he's Hayav. When you find an animal, you got to know that this animal over here is a roamer. Why do you have to know it's a roamer? Because it's a roamer, because you found it in the street. So therefore, I agree, if you found an animal, then already you got to watch this over here, and if it's, it's going to get lost and things like that, you're going to be Hayav, because you're a Poshaya. But she ain't a regular object. And that's what this Bible says. You're always Hayav until you return it. Yeah, that's why an animal. But by a regular inanimate lost object, between and inanimate lost object. What's the logic why Because you you gotta know that this animal is not uh, protected. The proof is you found it in the street. If it happened once, it could happen twice. So we need extra protection. Comes now we go the reverse way. Yosef. Till now, Rabbi Yosef was attacking Rabbah. Now Rabbah goes on the uh, the offense against uh, Rabbi Yosef. You said that watch Shemir Avedat Shemir Sachar. Oh, we have a pasuk in the Torah by Avedat. It says Hashiv Tishivenu. Return, return it. So the Gemara is Doresh. Hashiv in the Ela Bebeto, which means from the fact that Hashiv, I learned that why you have to return the lost object to the guy's house. Bebeto. Leginatul Chobatomin. How do I know that I can even return the lost object to his porch or his? To his garden or his porch. How do I know even that? The fact that this is double language, Tishivim. What does it mean you're returning the lost object to the garden? If it means the garden is protected, meaning it's a protected area, fence and all that, that's like his house. What do you need another case for? Must be talking about it's a garden that is not. Protected and still, what is the Torah telling me that if I return it even to a garden that's not protected, it's considered what I paid him back? That's right, because if I was a shomer sachar, if I'm getting paid, I would not be allowed to put it back in an unprotected garden. But since I'm a shomer hanam, I'm not getting paid anyway. So as long as I put it in his garden, I'll be off the hook. So then this is a bright that it's in support of, of Rabbah again. The bright that says what Hashem to Shivim Hashem the Beto. Teshivim, afidu l'ginato. Eze gina? Gina mishtameret? Ze bayit. Ah, must be talking about a gina. Shina mishtameret. 
and it says what? I'm patur. Must be because I'm a shomer chenam. Shomer sachar would not be uh, uh, so lenient. Shomer, you're getting paid. You cannot just return it in a uh, unprotected garden. Oh, so Rabbi, I got a proof for me. Amalei says no. Rabbi Yosef says no. Le'olam deginatua mishtamid uchomatua mishtamidet. Really, I tell you, story about the garden is protected. Oh, so it's protected. The kakashi like hainu beto. So he asked me a question. What's between that and his house? The Hadush is that as long as the garden is protected, the owner does not have to know about it. That's the Hadush. Which means you would have thought that maybe I could only return a lost object back only until the owner knows that it's been returned to him. But the Hadush is no. Not only if you put it in his house where he knows. The house he knows. Even if you put it in his garden that was protected, because you're Sumer Sakhat, you got to put it in a protected area. Even if he doesn't know that you returned it, you're okay. Normally when you return an item, if I'm a regular shomer, and I return an item to the owner, he's got to know that I returned it to him. So otherwise he's not going to be uh, careful or to watch it, because he doesn't know he got it back. Except, so long as I return it back into the domain of the owner, even without him knowing it, it's okay. Because the Torah says Hashavah twice. Hashav Tishivinu. means anyway. Just get it back to his uh, domain. So again, the is able to answer. I'm sorry, Yosef is able to answer the question against him. Okay, now we start the Sugya of Listim Mizuim. Let's begin. Amar de Abayyad Rabbi Yosef. Abayyad comes along and Yosef. Oh, you don't know that it's like a Shomer Hanam? Come on, Rabbi Yosef, why do you tell me it's a Shomer Sakhar? You don't know that it's a Shomer Hanam? Why? Okay, let's begin the subject. What's the case? I found a lost object. Okay? Let, let, let's talk about a regular Shomer Hanam, please. I'm a Shomer Hanam. Okay? I come along, uh, God comes along and says, Please, uh, I gave you an object to watch for me. Where's the item? I said, please, you know, I got stolen. I'm tu'in ta'anat geneva. What would be the law by Hashem and Hanam? You tu'in ta'anat geneva, you have to, you patur. Geneva is patur. Now let's say I was found that I actually stole the item myself. I was lying. Then the law is I have to pay kefen. Kefen, have to pay double. Because the law is, if I was trying to get off the hook by paying anything, so now that's what I said, oh, you're trying to steal in totality, now when you get what you have to pay? Kefen. So far, so good? Okay, let's give a Shomer Sakhar case. Uh, you gave me an item to watch, you're paying me. Okay, beautiful. I come along and say, uh, sorry, it got stolen. I don't care, it got stolen. Before I go, thank you very much. What do you have to pay when it gets stolen? You still have to pay, you have to pay it back. And let's, so therefore, in, in Shomer Sakhar, you'll never pay kefir when you try to that ganaf. You only pay kefir double when my claim will exempt me. Oh, you try to get totally off the hook, and really you were the ganav, oh, now you got to pay double. But in Shomer Sakhar, I come along and say, Shomer uh, Sakhar, uh, it got stolen. So what? Still got to pay one. Stolen doesn't get you off the hook. Therefore, if you're found out to be the guy that stole it, return it. You don't pay double only when you're trying to portray yourself the gam. You understand the hook between Ta'anat Ganav and Shomer Kanam and Shomer so now the Gemara comes along and applies it to the cases that we're talking about over here. Okay, I found the lost object. I found the lost object. Beautiful. Also, the owner comes along and says, by the way, I think you have my object. Oh, I'm sorry. It got stolen. 
And then what ended up happening? We found out that the Shomer himself was the thief. And what's the deen? Meshanem tashlume kefir. Oh, he has to pay kefir. So what does that show me? He must be a Shomer Hanam. He's salkadet ach Shomer Sakhara. If he tell me like you, Rabbi Zer, it's a Shomer Sakhara, amai meshanem tashlume kefir. Why do you have to pay kefir? Kanabai shenume. He just has to pay the principal. Because again, you don't pay kefir only when you were trying to pay nothing. But if anyway you had to pay one, your admission is nothing. You admit, uh, I got stolen. Thank you very much. Pay me. Your, your, your admission doesn't exempt you because Shemitzchah has to pay. But from the fact that, that you said it got stolen, and then you're to be the guy of you pay kefir, must be the Shemitzchah. That's a good proof. Kevorah says, Oh. You know what the case is talking about over here? Listim Mizuyin. He's saying, listen, it was armed robbery. Armed robbery is onus. Shemesh Sakhar is patur, be onus. Excruciating circumstances or circumstances out of his ability is patur. Let's say, let's say the, 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 the item that he was watching got struck by lightning. It's out of his control. It's onus. Similarly, the guy's claiming like this. He's a Shemesh Aveda. We don't tell you he's a Shemesh Sakhar. But what does he say? Uh, listen, what do you want from me? It didn't get stamped stolen. I got held up, gunpoint. Nistim Mizuin, armed robbers. Oh, armed robbers, I'm patur, because it's out of my control. Oh, so you were trying to pay zero. Now when you, we find out that you're really the thief, that's why you pay kefir. So the claim is Nistim Mizuin. So the Gemara says, Amale, Nistim Mizuin, Gazlanhu. Oh, wait. There's two types of stealing. There's a guy who's called the Ganav. He steals in the middle of the night. Right? Nobody's watching, he breaks into the house. Where was the law of kefil said in the Torah by a ganav? What's a gazlan? Gazlan steals in broad daylight. He comes on, just grabs the item in front of the, in front of the victim. The Torah says there's no kefil by gazlan. Hog! The kefil law is said by ganav, not by gazlan. So now back to the story over here. The guy's claiming, what do you mean? Arm robber. The guy came, he held me up and took the item. Oh, and then was found out that he took it himself. Pay kefil. No, there's no kefil. That's a gazlan. There's no kefil by gazlan, only by ganav. So the Gemara says, no, you know what? Hamale shani omer l'stim mizuin keban demitmar me inche ganavu. Big hadush. Arm robber is like a ganav. It's the same dynamic. Why does a ganav sleep at night? I just sleep at night. Why does a ganav steal at night? Because he's scared. Because he's scared. He don't want to get caught. Why does a robber go with a gun? Also because he's scared. Because he wasn't scared, he'd be like a real, real gazlan, he'll go with his fist and just grab the item out of the guy's hand. But he's scared that the guy's going to overpower him. So therefore the gun factor or the armed robber has a deed of a ganav. Even though he's doing it in front of the victim. A ganav has the fact that what? the victim doesn't know he got stolen. He breaks the middle of the night. But armed robber, and a regular robber called the gazlan, he does it in front of the victim, he just grabs it out of his hand. He's not scared of nobody. There's no kefil in that case. But an armed robbery has the flavor of a ganav. Why? Because just like a ganav is scared, that's why he goes in the middle of the night, an armed robber also, the fact that he's holding the gun, that means he's scared. And therefore, he's like a ganav. So let's review the case over here. Shomer Aveda. I really have to tell you, he's like a Shomer Sakhar. He has the item. The guy comes up, by the way, did you find my uh, item? Uh, sorry, uh, it got, uh, I was held up by armed robbers. Oh, so you're claiming you're an honest. Therefore, you're trying to pay nothing. And what ends up happening, they find out 
then you were lying. They really you're the guy that stole it. That's why you pay careful. Because an armed robber is like a ganav. Shemitzchas chayav and you were trying to pay nothing, and therefore you paid kefir. Say, Rabbas, I'm good. I mean, Rabbas, I'm good. I answered you. Because going to say, we have a question. Lo, im amart b'shomer hinam. If you're going to say by a shomer hinam, she can't mishlem to shomer kefir. Shomer hinam pays kefir. What's the case of shomer hinam paying kefir? Very simple. Where he says it was stolen. Right? Shomer Hanam, how much does he pay if it gets stolen? Zero. And then he's found out to be the thief, he has to pay? Kefir. Tomar b'shomer sachar, shenom b'shem t'shomer kefir. But shomer sachar does not pay kefir. Oh, that, that's a wrong statement. V'is al-gadat ha-klastim mizuyin ganavu. But if you're telling me that what? Arm robbers considered a ganav. Nimsa b'shomer sachar, shenom t'shomer kefir. Try and turn out the steam mizuyin. You have a case of shomer sachar is going to pay kefir. In the case where he claims it was held up by arm robbers, and therefore I have to pay nothing because I was honest, and then he's found out to be the ganav himself, if he has to pay kefir. So why did you tell me this brayta that shomer hanam pays kefir, but shomer sachar doesn't? Why? You have a case of shomer sachar that also pays kefir in the event that he claims that it was stolen by the steam, Mizuyim. That's the question against the Rabbi Yosef. Amadehachi kamar. No. Imamat b'shomer hanam shekev mishlem t'shomer kefil b'chol ta'anotav. By shomer hanam, any claim that he says he pays kefil, which means he doesn't have to give a case of armed robbery, a regular case of a, um, a shomer hanam. He could just say, got stolen. Stolen, how much does he pay? Zero. Now he became the thief. He pays kefil. Mashe'eket tomar b'shomer t'shomer kefil mishlem t'shomer kefil ila b'to'en ta'anot t'shomer mizuyim. Shemitzchah, it's a specific case. A regular Shemitzchah that claims stolen. He doesn't pay carefully, he doesn't pay one. So therefore, there is a difference between Shemitzchah and Shemitzchah. In a regular case, in Shemitzchah, it doesn't matter which claim of stolen. You always pay carefully if you're the guy that did it. Mashiach, my Shemitzchah, the bride, I'm just trying to say, it's only limited to a specific case of a robber. But a regular Geneva, you pay one, so therefore you have no question. Okay, what does the Torah say? Torah says over here, a person who was a borrower, the borrower is the worst guy. I don't mean he's a bad guy, I mean that he's responsible for the most things. A person borrows, whatever happens to the item, he pays. So it says, the item broke out of his control. Pay. The item died. What does the Torah say over here? Shalem, yishalem. So comes the government says, any ela shivura ometa. By a borrower, I know what, if it broke or died, he has to pay. Or how do I know that a borrower has to pay if it got stolen or lost? Of course. Exactly. Which is if Sakhar that doesn't have to pay for Shivura Umeta. Has to pay for Genevada Aveda. Shoel that pays for Shivura Umeta certainly will pay for Genevada Aveda. Correct? As I said, the Kavar Homer. Kavar says, Bezeo Kavar Homer, she's not allowed to Shubah. Kavar says, You should know, this is a type of Kavar Homer that is flawless. You cannot break this guy. It's a beautiful Kavar Homer. Why is it beautiful? The Isa Kadadak Lestim is in Ganavu. Am I in Allah to Shubah? If you tell me that an armed robber is like a thief, a ganav, why is there no uh, breaking of this kavar homer? Right, which means I, I can argue with you and tell me that you want to make a kavar homer and say what? If shomer sachar 
that what doesn't pay for nishbar umit has to pay for Gineva Shoel that pays for Nishbar Omid certainly would have to pay for Gineva Wait. I can tell you, no, no comparison. Male Shomir Sachad, that he has a stringency that sometimes he pays Kefir. Mashi'ekel a Shoel never pays Kefir. Because the Shoel is always high on everything. So no matter what the Shoel says, he never has to pay zero. He always has to pay the item. Mashi'ekel a Shomir Sachad. There is a case where he's going to pay careful. What? Where he claims, arm robber, pay nothing, now he did it, pays careful. So therefore, there is a percha. If you're telling me, listim mizuyin, arm robbery is considered like a ganav, how could you make a kavahomer from? Shomer sachat shoel. Again, I'll make the kavahomer, now I'm going to break it for you, according to where the government wants to break it. But kavahomer would be, and if what? A shomer sachat. That doesn't pay for nishbar omit, because that's an honest. But he has to pay for Gineva Veda. Shoel that pays for honest. This bottom at all the Mosul is going to pay for Gineva Veda. Oh, I can say no. Malish Shomesachar that pays Kefin. That's why we're stringent by Gineva Veda. And where we pay Kefin? In the case where he claims the steam is Uyim. Mashaykh Shoel that never pays Kefin. Why does the Shoel never pay Kefin? Because no matter what a Shoel says, he always has to pay something. You, always, you only pay kefil when your claim brings you to zero. Then you found out yourself, you were the ganah, you pay double. So therefore the Gemara says, oh, you're wrong. You see over here, if the fact that we're making this kavah homer must mean that they're equal, and therefore must be that Shemitzchah never pays kefil. But according to the way we're learning now, the Shemitzchah should pay kefil. So comes the Gemara and answers. So Rabbi Yosef tells Abaye, "Kasamar hai tana this tana over that made the made 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 the kavachomer." So he comes along and says, he says like this: "Karna belo shivua adifa mekefela bishvua," which means, let's just get laws here. Kaden by a shoel, a shoel. No matter what he claims, he has to pay. Does he make a shivua? No, what does he have to make a shiwa for? No matter what he claims, it got stolen, pay, uh, lightning, pay, nishbar, pay, meh, pay. You're always paying kidding. Masha'en kid in the case of Listim uh, Mizuim, where the guy's coming on, the Shomer Sakha is coming on and saying, arm robbery, where, and then he's found out to be the guy of himself. The only way he gets off took is what? If he makes a shiwa. Which is Vamash Sakhar. I come along and say, I'm sorry, uh, where's my item? Sorry, it got, I got held up by robbers. I have to make a shivwa that that happened. I have to swear that that happened. I cannot just say, I'm robbery and I, and I get off the hook. I have to make a shivwa. Oh, so the Gemara is saying, you're right, this kefil by Shomer Sakhar. But the kefil comes with a, with a price. I have to make a shivwa. Masha'ikin is shu'el, you pay. Even without a shivua, so therefore the kefil is not a humrah. The kefil is not a humrah because it's got to be done with a shivua. So they're back to the kavom. I'm going to get the kavom again. Uma shomer sachar that doesn't pay finish bar omit, but what pays for getting vavaveda shoel that pays finish bar omit. All the more so pays for getting vavaveda. And don't tell me no shomer sachar has kefil. Nah, kefil, there's a shivua on that. This opinion holds that there you'd only pay if you made a swear, but shoel you pay even 
without a swear. So therefore, the, the payment of shoel is stronger. Therefore, you cannot say, this has a humrah. This opinion holds that the fact that shoel has to pay regardless. So even though you're right, you find the kefil payment by uh, shomer sachar, but the kefil payment only is with a shivuah. So therefore, that's not a stringency. He holds it's more strict to have to make a payment even without making a shivuah. So therefore, again, the Gemara answers uh, correctly. Comes the Gemara who gives another proof. Okay, we're going to bring a proof now to Rabbi Yosef. Again, the whole point of the sugya is just to crystallize armed robbers are considered ganav. Logic, he's scared like a ganav. Nafkamina, Shomer Sakhar, that claims, I was held up by robbers. How much will you have to pay if he's telling the truth? Zero. Why? Honest. Regular robbery is not an honest. Regular robbery is a hayab. But I'm robber, what can I do? So you don't have to die. So if you're honest, you pay nothing. And then he was found out to be the ganav. How much does he have to pay now? Double. Careful. Beautiful. Now give us a proof to this. Le mames le. Guy rented. Renter. Okay, he rented. Rented means he is paying to use the item. I got stolen. This is what guy says. A renter also is obviously haya for things. So he comes along and says, um, listen, I'll pay you, I don't want to swear. A renter... I was going to assume, if let's say he swears that it got stolen, he would be off the hook. Renter. I'm renting the item. What do you want? I'm paying for the item. I'm renting it. I'm sorry, it got stolen. Are you willing to swear that it got stolen? Yeah, I swear that it got stolen. If it got stolen, you're off the hook. But let's say he doesn't want to swear. Yeah, I don't want to get involved in swearing now. You know what? It got stolen. You willing to swear? No. You know what? I'll pay you. Here. I'll pay once I pay, now let's say we found the real thief. That thief, the Gemara is going to say, has to pay kefil. Who does he pay the kefil me to? To the renter. So I paid for it already. So I get the kefil. So what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, Lema Messiah then. Hasukher para mechavero. Venigneva. Vamar halai. Harini Mishlem veninushba. The Hakhnam Saganav. Then the Ganav was found. Mishlem Tashlum kefil asukher. He pays. Double to the Sukhir. Now Gabriel says, Savruha. The rabbi started to analyze it. Can it be Yuda? This must be going like the Yuda. The Amar Sukhir. Can no say Sakhar Dame. Oh. Step two. Rule. A renter is like a Shomer Sakhar. Okay, just put it in your brains. Same rules apply. Renter equals a guy that is watching an object for money. Oh, now let's get to the proof. Umideketani. If he wanted to exempt himself with a shivu'ah, he'd be able to swear and exempt himself. What are you talking? How could a shomer sachar ever exempt himself? If he says it got stolen, he's I have to pay the item. He has to pay the principal. Ella must be the case he's talking about. Oh, must be the case talking about where he claimed armed robbery. Then if the Ganav was found, he has to pay. Beautiful proof. Again, you gave me a case of a Sukhir, a renter. Okay, 
Step two, we're going like Rabbi Yudah that says renter and Shomer Sakhar are the same. Beautiful. So now, now that I know renter and Shomer Sakhar are the same, now what's the case? Case is talking about, guy came along and said, where's my item? I came along and said, I'm sorry, Mechila, uh, the item got stolen. Oh, stolen? You're willing to swear? No, no, I don't want to swear. I don't swear, you know what? I'll pay. He pays, then what happened? They found the Ganav. Ganav has to pay? Kevin. Who, who gets the Kevin? The renter or the Shemesh Zagar? Hold it. What's the case? The case cannot be where he's just claiming he got stolen, because stolen, no swear, yes swear. You got to pay. There's no kefil in a. Uh, there's no kefil in that case over there. Only the kefil case where you were trying to exempt yourself to pay. Nothing. Also, the case must be he was claiming that what I got held up by armed robbers. The stimizuim. Oh, the stimizuim would be zero. But you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to pay. Okay, I'm paying. Good. So I pay. Now they found the ganav. So the ganav will pay me kefil. So you have a case. So they said, I yeah. Right. Who told you that you learned the bright that right? You're learning the bright that you said that a sukher is like a shomer sakhar? You're wrong. <coughs> Maybe this bright that holds that a sukher is like a shomer hinnam. Let's go slow. And then we're done here. We have a makhlukit. How do you look at a renter? So we thought a renter was like a shomer sakhar. Therefore we brought a proof. Now I can say, no, maybe we're going like the Bimi that says a renter is like a Shemir Hanam. You know, when I rent something, what's my responsibility towards the item? If I'm considered like a Shemir Hanam, Shemir Hanam is patu from Geneva. Oh, so let's turn this brighter now with the Shemir Hanam uh, uh, theory. I'm a, I'm a Shemir Hanam, guy comes to me, where's the item? The truth of the matter is, the item got stolen. Now I have to swear that, by the way. If I'm a Shemir Hanam, I have to swear first. I can't, I can't. It was, every guy was like, I got stolen. No, I have to swear. I say, you know, I don't want to swear. I'm not going to give up the swear. You know what? I'll pay you. I'll pay you. Now what happens? They find the guy now. The guy is going to pay me. Careful. You know why? Because really, if I was willing to swear, if I was willing to swear, I would pay nothing. Nothing. Oh, so therefore, since I would, willing, I would get off the hook, so when the ganav is found, I understand why you'll pay me careful. Because really, I would not be obligated to pay. And it happens to be in the case where I paid. Okay, so that's my item now. Now, now, now I get the gift. But if I would swear, I better so therefore you have no da'ayah from this case. We thought that it's so khir, it's like a shomer sakhar. Then we were trying to bring the ayot. But if I tell you that it's so khir, it's like a shomer hanam, therefore you have no proof. So basically, again, the Yabara is just trying to prove how do we look at this theme. How do you look at Amr? Okay, so the first answer we said is that what? That this bright does know the ayah, because we're not going like the Bihuda, we're going like the Bimir. The Bimir holds that a Sukhir is like a Shomer Hanam. So, therefore, the simple uh, uh, answer is Shomer Hanam, regular Geneva would protect him from everything. And uh, therefore, if let's say he says Shivwa, uh, he says, I don't want to swear. I want to pay. Good. So then he would get kefir. Because if the Ganav is found, since he paid for the item, he gets the gift, but there is kefir. By Shomer Hanam, there is kefir in a regular case of Geneva. Very good. Or I could come along and say what? That the Braita is indeed Rabbi Yehuda. Don't make it Rabbi Meir, but just do what? Which means, 
this answer is making the Brayta like Rabbi Yehuda, and make Rabbi Yehuda the one that says Shomer Hanam. The first answer changed it and said the Brayta is going to be Meir. And now we say, no, we're going according to the version that switches the Shittot, and it's the same answer, it's still Shomer Hanam. It's just that Rabbi Yehuda is the one that says Shomer Hanam. Okay. Rabbi Zerah gives a third answer. Rabbi Zerah Amar, Akhir Rabbi Azkinan, Betu'in Ta'anat Listim Mizuyim. Venimsal Listim She'enam Mizuyim. Ah... Which is the guy claimed over here, the steam mizuim. That was the guy's claim. Also, we said, oh, we have an ayah here, that the steam mizuim by Shomer Sachar, that would potatum the gamle, because that's considered to be a ganav, and therefore that would exempt him uh, of tokus, it's an onus, right? And therefore he gets careful if the guy's found, everything's good. No, you know what? You know why there's careful over here? Because he was torn that, but in truth, that wasn't the, that's not what happened. In truth, what happened was, we found out it was a regular steam she'enam mizuim, and therefore the steam she'enam mizuim. So therefore, the guy was uh, the guy was wrong. Look at that sheet. The mizid amar, right before the uh, wide lines. The mizid amar. The olam kishomer sachar dami. Really, I tell you, esochen kishomer sachar the same thing. Ve'afidu akidlotes ayat. Don't bring an ayat that the steam mizuim is considered a ganav. The high dictari kefil. The listim she'enu mezuim ka'amar. The case is talking about where it was listim enam mezuim. Ve'ketani resha, eno nishba'a. Right? Mechlal de'iba'e patar nafsheh. Right? He said, we said, if he's, if he's, I don't want to swear, I want to pay. Okay. Then he, you know, he doesn't swear, and he pays. Maswa, if he wants to swear, he'll get off. Oh, what's the case? Ve'ma'askina betu'en ta'anat listim mezuim. Helkach iba'e iftar. If he wants to portray himself, because that's what he said, the steam is weim. Uksha nimsa ganav, nimsa she'eno mizuyan. When they found the ganav, they finally caught up to the guy, they saw that he really wasn't armed. And therefore, ubar kefilu. And therefore, now, it goes back to a case of kefilu, because the guy was not on the steam is weim in, in reality. The guy, when they, when, they, when they caught up to the ganav, the guy didn't have any arms on him. The guy doesn't have a regular ganav. So regular ganav, there is already a kefil payment. So again, learn the b'raita like this. The guy came along and said, he's a shomer sachar. Very good. Where's the item? He says, uh, listen, it got stolen uh, with listim uh, mizuim. But you know what? I'm not swearing. Let them swear. I don't want to swear. Okay, you don't want to swear. You got to pay. Okay, he pays. Okay? Once he pays, so now the item... Belongs to him. So when they find the ganav, it comes out that the ganav was really not a. I'm asked what? That if he would want to uh, uh, swear, so therefore he would be off. He would be off talk. So what does he claim? Because he's claiming the steam mizuim. Steam mizuim. He says, uh, "What do you want to do? I, I, I couldn't. Uh, honest. I, 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 out of my control." And then what happened? When they found the guy, really, really is not mizuim. Really, he was considered a full-fledged ganav, and therefore he would have to pay the. So that's the case over there. So if you know the ayah, you have no ayah that the steam is is considered a ganav. Of course, this case where he really was a ganav. Okay, so that's basically the suya of the steam is